right, we're all, we're live. We're live. We're live. Keep it keep it clean, guys. Huge huge episode. Uh, big episode. Oh, premium unleaded. Vroom vroom. This is podcast <laughs> zero 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 three zero. We've never started a podcast that way. <laughs> um, we are coming to you, bringing you into the summer break in the F one season. Back in person. I'd yep. say we are in the summer break now. Bringing no, you we're in. full on in it. Yep. I agree. Great to be back together. Uh, yeah. Nothing like potting in Long time. No sea boys. It's been two days. It's been Uh, a while since I ate all of Annie and Ross food. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No one's starving here. All right. It's okay. How generous. Uh, Except for Will. So let's start with our sponsors. We are sponsored by Peeper by Maine Brewing Company. Ooh, I like that. Maine Beer Co. That must have been a hefty keg. Price Price tag. You can't put a price on a keg. I actually bought it. The day after my birthday, so I considered a birthday present to myself. Nice. Okay. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> wow. Not 40. 28. So. Uh, <laughs> other life updates. Annie, my lovely wife, who's also in the room, is <laughs> is less than two weeks away from expecting her second child. Expecting. Do you say we're pregnant or Annie's pregnant? <laughs> Is that the term you use? Expecting or Well, we hope with, it comes out in two weeks. With child. She's with she's with child. <laughs> this child is due in 13 to 12 days. He's a big boy, track. right? 12 to 13 days. He's bigger than the Merle. last weigh-in was bigger than Merle at that age. Bigger than Merle. No, bigger than Merle at birth. Oh but they have to Bigger than Merle right now? Wow. No. That <laughs> <laughs> would be a big boy. I'll show you a child. 25-pounder. <laughs> Really funny. Is that how much Will weighs right now? Twenty five. I think. I think about. Hopley weighs about twenty five, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, you can put them in a cage. He just has a little more fur, but. <laughs> well, Will's pretty furry. He's got a shag <laughs> dude. All right. Uh, so that's a big news uh, in my front. That's I'm a about huge to, update. Like, get back into the uh, infant taking care of. Snapster. Rob and Annie. No. Hashtag pray for Robin Annie. Why? Uh, how uh, much time? No charity leave. There's nothing worse than infants. How much time are you taking off? Uh, Annie's gonna take off till Thanksgiving, and then I'm gonna take off three weeks, and then go back to work like over the Christmas break, and then maybe take off some more time in early. Are you gonna do a thing where you take off from work but also go on personal trips? <laughs> John, Annie's right behind you. <laughs> oh, that was an amazing. That was an amazing agenda. All right, let's pass the baton. Pass the baton. John? Um, who? What's been going on? Um, we, I was up in Vermont with these bros uh, for one night. And then I went to a wedding up in Burlington, Vermont. Burlington is a very nice town. I don't know if you guys have ever spent time there. Have not. No, it's great. Pass through. Yet. Really nice. Um, Lake Champlain is right there. Beach. Great mountain scenery. Uh, big time beer scene as well. So you guys should check it out. Three and a half hours from Boston. Very easy drive. Uh, Danielle and Pat were up there, actually, at the same time. I think celebrating their wedding, which Pat doesn't acknowledge, but Danielle wears a ring and Pat doesn't. Wait, are you kidding me? No, they're up there. You saw them? Uh, on Snapchat. They're biking around. I don't know. Biking? Where was our invite? They're doing so, something romantic. I don't know. It was like know. a nice weekend, really. Yeah, no, it was. It looked like a nice weekend. I didn't know Daniel biked, so that's I'm very sus. Anyway, I witnessed the nuptials of Liz's old roommate, Katie, now Katie Busk, 
and Prescott. Uh, good wedding. A little hot, but uh, good time. And this weekend, I am thrilled to welcome the whole O'Brien clan to my house. My house with Liz. Um, Katie, Tom, and Barb are all staying with us, so that should be a lot of fun. And um, I think I'll see most of these guys on the weekend. So, do you have the wine fridges fully stocked? If those, if that crew's coming into your it will be with um, like five dollar. It's like Trader Joe's wine is what we'll have. It's good stuff. Yeah, Barb will love it. Um, I think that's. I think that's about it. Will's got an update. All right, Charlie. Um, <clears throat> no major live updates. Spent the weekend in Vermont with everybody. Uh, just got off an hour and a half commute home on the red line. What a disaster. <laughs> I don't want to relive it, but I'm having PTSD. Pray for Charlie. What was the worst part? I, don't, I know you don't really know what the worst Wait, <laughs> going down into Kendall Station, waiting 14 minutes for a train, <laughs> it taking 10 minutes to get to one stop farther, and then them trying to close the door 10 times and then ordering us all off. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Um, I think you off. They couldn't close the doors anymore. The so like, door malfunction. Everyone off. And people stayed on the train, so of course the train didn't leave the station, so it backed up everything. Right. We should have had the Olympics here. <laughs> yeah, that would have been fun. Um, but yeah, no other major life updates. Looking forward to this week in the housewarming and. Uh, some golf. Yeah, some golf. Might, might buy a mountain bike this weekend, so getting into that. That's, that's it for me. Charlie and I moved desks recently. We moved floors. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Charlie's in a deep dark. Oh, you should talk about our end of our softball season as well. Deep dark place. Um, I will. Yes, great, great point. I spent last part of last week in Maine, Rangeley, Maine, lovely town. I highly recommend checking it out if you haven't already. On a lake, very close to some ski mountains. Four hours, a little bit long, but just couldn't be couldn't be more scenic. Saddleback is the one that is closed, but should reopen. It's it's a forty minute drive from Sugarloaf. Should we open it? Should we buy it? We should buy it. Some Australian tried to buy it, but then it fell through. Like maybe it's a scumbag, maybe not. Um, Probably. Pardon me. Yes. Uh, Australian tribe? No, I tried. Don't oh. know, don't know what tribe oh. he's in. God. Maybe Aboriginal. I think you're talking <laughs> an Aborigine. Could be Aboriginal. We uh, listened to the pod, our last podcast, in the car with Anne. Shout out to Anne O'Mara. She was with me. Uh, she thought it was funny. John ripped on her for her lobster. I think he made some joke about lobsters. Oh no! Um, but she thought it was great. But then he—I mean, I remember that John did cover his tracks of saying it was his aunt, his favorite aunt, favorite so, aunt, not Annie. Yes, that I was made that very, very clear, very clear. Um, so that was great. She's and my then, favorite aunt over the age of sixty. <laughs> but under, Whoa! But under seven. It's not a day over fifty. Wow. <laughs> oh, what a what a pleaser. Good um, made it back to Boston on Thursday for our final softball game. We lost both games. The Dynamos. Yeah, ATG Dynamos. What a great team, though. How much fun did we have? Yeah. You know what? I loved it. Loved every minute of it. We got absolutely destroyed. The big boost, Connie. Jay Beebs. Yep. All thanks to Charlie for, for you know stepping out of the comfort zone, joining us. Yeah, I do have to give Charlie some props there. He made us join. I thought it was silly, but we did it. Yeah, go ahead. I also have a new life. 
<laughs> I have a new life update, which is I lent Charlie my bike to get to that game. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. And Charlie returned it, and there's a bolt missing in the frame. Uh, Did you get rained on on that trip home? You must have gotten poured on. I barely made it inside before I started pouring. He, Charlie, showed, Charlie and John both showed up late. Busconi, our captain, is freaking out. Where are Charlie and John? We have to go out to forfeit. Well, you're Andrew, though, so. I was there fielding and saying, I know these guys. They'll show up. They're not total low lights. I ran a mile in jeans and John, slip-on sneakers. John showed up in khakis to a softball game. <laughs> had, to, had to do a deck change in the dugout. Oh, it, was. it was quite a scene. Um, right. No big deal. Hit two home runs, whatever. Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's move on to... Uh, Hungarian recap, which is the last race of the F1 season before we got to our now summer break. No, I don't remember this race at all. Let's so, just hit a couple. Key yeah, points. we need to very briefly. I mean, it's in a distant past at this point. Hamilton won after qualifying in the rain. You know, a nice, nice drive by him and Quali. Um, Vettel came in second. Raikkonen third. Botas had to run really long on tires and end up fourth. And then after it, Wolf said, like, Botas did a great job being the wingman. Botas was super pissed about that. You know, he doesn't want to think of himself as number two. I don't know why not. Uh, it, it was, you know, good points for Ferrari, but Vettel is slipping further back from Hamilton. I think he's 24 points back, which but is... Uh, that's doable. It's doable, but, you, you know, you've you got to start chipping away at yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Max went out with an engine retirement, after which he just went on air and just started bleeping the, bleeping the F out of Renault, saying, you know, we're already losing half a second a lap onto the straights, and they can't even make a good engine that's reliable. So, uh, he doesn't sound happy. No, not happy at all. I don't mind the swearing. What, uh, what lap was it that he retired? It really? was six, I think. Off 72, very early. I think it's a bit healthy. You know, you need an outlet. Renault's the perfect punching bag for him. It's better than taking it out on the team. Do you think he knew something before the race? What do you mean? <laughs> no. No. He, he's probably happy Danny's, Danny Rick is gone. Teasing the next topic. Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna, Max is gonna get some joke of a teammate now. That you just beat up on. He's bully. Clear number one now. Yeah. Should we, uh, should we jump into it then? The big news? Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, why don't we let John and Charlie handle it? Since well, I would like to do a little rest in peace to Sergio Marchione first. We never addressed that. Thanks, John. I appreciate that. Uh, Ferrari, Fiat, Chrysler, CEO, sudden, suddenly died after a shoulder surgery. He died? Yeah. Whoa. So, we uh... Silence before the race, right? Yeah, but not on the podcast. Right. This is the big boss, right? Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, huge boss. So that shook the racing world. Uh, everyone's sad to see him go. So just uh, want to shout that out for uh, a quick second. Now on to let's talk to another more depressing news. On to another team that's dying, Red Bull. <laughs> that's not true. So what was it? It was. What morning was it? I woke up earlier. So I saw this on Twitter. I think it was Saturday morning, maybe. Yeah, you texted us saying huge news. I I guess like Friday morning Friday? because I still had cell service. Oh, it was Friday. Yeah, morning. Friday morning. I open up my phone, go on Twitter to look at some fake news, and then I I'm 
Throne with uh, Danny Rick signs or is leaving Red Bull, which came out of nowhere. All the talk coming out of these negotiations with Danny Rick and Red Bull were like, oh, he's going to sign. They're just, you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's. And then the next thing you know, he's leaving. He's going to a different team. Now, I, I already bought a Red Bull jersey. <laughs> So I, I'm kind of in a rough spot, to be honest. Well, now you're a Verstappen so, Congratulations. So let's talk about this. I mean, there, there's three Charlie subtopics. Charlie has more expensive gear. There's three subtopics for me. One is how I feel personally about this. Yeah. One is what's, what's Red Bull facing. And three is, was this a good move for Danny Rick? So where do we want to start? The personal aspect? Yeah, yeah let's start personal. Yeah, I, I'm with John. I am so torn yeah. by this. Gutted. Torn or is the torn? No, I was, I'm gutted. I... <laughs> I thought I was a Red Bull man, but I'm really coming yeah. to find out I'm a Danny Rick Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. And I don't blame you too. I'm in the same exact boat. Like I don't even know if I root for Red Bull. I love Danny Rick. He is the coolest driver on the grid. Now that Danny Rick is gone, I kind of feel like Max Verstappen is a bitch. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And I hate to say it. You but guys should be Red Bull fans. I'm going to uh, still root for Red Bull. Yeah, but I, I'm rooting for Danny Rick. Red I number awesome one overall. So I, I like Bowling. Christian Horner. I like Max. Red Bull, I like the lifestyle brand. I love Danny Rick. Red Bull does pour a ton of money into that team, so it's not like they're going to become trash over like the McLarens of the world. <laughs> uh, Red Bull's my backup team. Renault is my backup team, so <laughs> I'm in good shape. Um, so, third topic is how is this for for Danny? Uh, he's got a two year contract. We know that Red Bull's going to be with. Honda for the next two years, I think, or is it just the next one year? But I don't. Think, I don't think Honda's going to be very good next year. I, I think that there's a lot of convergence going on in the engine, so there's not room for Honda to make any kind of quantum leap. I think Red Renault is still going to be a little bit better than Honda next year. So I, I uh, you said Red Bull's going to be. Renault about the engine. Yes. This is a good move for Danny. So I, I agree with you. I think I think that he's looking at the landscape of F1 and saying, I'm getting a Honda engine. I know that's terrible. I would rather take the Renault chassis, which is a little bit worse, which is worse than Red Bull. Way worse. But the Renault engine, even with the stability issues he's had this year, is better than the Honda engine. I think that's what he's kind of saying. Uh, okay. So <clears throat> I... Yeah, Honda does still doesn't look great, but I I think next year the Honda Renault dynamic is going to be pretty even. So I, I think from that aspect, I think you you it's a big risk for him. But I think it was Ron Dennis who originally said you can't work you can't win the championship as a customer. You have to be a, a works team, and I think there's something to that. If you develop the engine side by side with the chassis, the Red Bull's going to be a works team. Yeah, they're both be works teams next year. They are not real, not in the true sense of the the same way. Yeah, yeah, I think the they Honda's are. Honda's come out and said we're we're treating Toro Rosso and Red Bull the exact same. Ah, that's Poppy Cash. So I I think that Red Bull Red Bull has can crack a whip on Toro Rosso if they want to. So they're going to get whatever they want from Honda. Um, and I think that the Renault chassis has shown very good improvement over the last two years and they're they have got some history and i think it's worth taking a flyer on them for two years danny rick is what 29 he's still going to be a good racer when his contract is up and take a shot 
if it's if it works out well, then you're well placed to like renew your contract with them. And if not, you know Hamilton's going to retire, Vettel's going to retire, Alonso's going to retire. There's going to be a lot of open seats. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> I think this is a good move for him in the sense that I think one he got paid. I, I don't think Red Bull is going to give him the money he wanted because they or deserves right because they spent a ton on Max. Max is the favorite driver there, so I think one he got the contract he wanted from Renault, and I think two he's now the top driver at Renault. Yeah, he's a num- he's a clear number one. So good for him. I mean, I'll be pulling for him like no other. Good on you, Danny. Yeah, um, that's very sad. And then for Red Bull, I, 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 I mean, they take a hit in that they lost one of the better drivers on the grid. But I think, in the grand scheme of things, it might work out better from a maybe not a constructors championship, which I know is more important to them, but from a drivers championship, I think it helps to have a clear number one in Max uh, that can kind of take charge. And they can backfill with a capable enough driver to score points. Well, this brings me to our next topic, which is, um, you know, now Red Bull has an open seat. Who's going to get in there? They're going to promote one of the Toro Rosso drivers or get someone from the outside? Brandon Hartley. I was wondering if uh, Alonzo would go there. Yeah, I heard that. I doubt it. Gosh. That's... That's a game changer. Can you imagine Alonzo going back to a Honda engine? That would be awesome. He'd be up there challenging those front runners. I think if he if he's only going to race one, maybe one more year, maybe Red does. Bull could blow next year. They could be terrible. Torosa is not great, but they put so much money into it. It's hard but, for me to imagine them being terrible. So is McLaren. Torosa still no, does show me. flashes of speed, though. They do. They have some pace. Yeah. It's not like they're they're McLaren of two years ago and they absolutely suck. Let's hope. I love Brendan Harley. So who, I think he's who out. Who would you like to yeah, he's, he's replace? Done. Realistic. Um, Leclerc. That's not realistic. He's a Ferrari guy. <laughs> I mean, good, good realistically, I think you 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 uh, put Gasly in the seat. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> he's good. He's a good driver. He yeah, he's good. Why? I just don't. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not into him. Huh? I like him. Okay. And does and I would take Science back? What about what, what, what about Science? Yeah. Well, Science is glad to take back. Science is out of the seat at Renault now, and yeah. so maybe I think Science is the. But I've heard that Science and Verstappen have bad blood going back to their Toro Rosso days. Girlfriends heard that as well. No, I think that they they just hate each other. Science has not lived up to his potential. In my I am H O, to be honest. <clears throat> well, Science and Alonso apparently have some kind of like. Romance. Yeah, so Spaniards. I love the way Science talks. His accent. There's, yeah. a, hey. there's a possibility that Keep. was Charlie yelling at Lady Bird. Keep your girlfriends away from Carlos Science. I'll tell you that. Much. Really? All right. So, so back to our one of our Keep favorite topics. Voice. What would? What's the best looking realistic constructor next year? What do you mean, like driver, physically? Driver lineup. Yeah. Renault. Driver lineup. I best think. looking physically. I mean, so Danny Rick. Danny a, Rick is. Great, but I don't think he's the best. He's looking. a goofy guy. He's a fun. You would always want to hang out with him. I would say Alonzo and Signs. If that happened, that would be pretty good looking. That's not gonna happen. Alonzo is. I mean, his neck is like a linebacker. I can tell you the worst. Ferrari. Kimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I mean, they're at the bottom for sure. Yeah, they're, they're at the bottom. Mutant. Uh, hmm. I mean, it's. It's. I think it is Renault. Force India is pretty. Ugly. I mean, Hulk. Hulk is—he's a Hulk, you know. I mean, he's—he's 
he's a good looking dude. What else, Sauber? Eh. Uh, Claire's got too pretty. boyish good. Yeah, they're too a little pretty. too pretty. <laughs> okay. All right. I think Danny works. So this brings us really nicely into our next topic. What do we What do we have for, in the non non F one kind of uh, news update? I guess we're not going to talk about Vermont any further. But um, huh. non F one related news. Yeah. We have anything for the podcast this week? I mean, what, yeah, I mean, maybe Manafort. Like, yeah, I was thinking Manafort is, is not a political pod. <laughs> That's true. not. We don't have to be political about it. You think he's going to be convicted? I do. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of talk in the uh, political news about how the judge is really moving the trial along. He, oh, he's known for being a speedy uh, uh, judge. judge. Yeah, adjudicate. Is that what you call? It? I kind of like that. I mean, the jurors are giving three weeks of their lives, and the guy. Jurors. You know what? I've never been asked to do jury duty, and I'm quite upset about it. So so something that came out in today's, and this will date the pod for the listeners, something that came out in today's testimony was that uh, Rick Gates had an extramarital affair, or multiple affairs, and kept a pad in London for such trysts using money he stole from Manafort. It's called a flat. why was that relevant? Also, why doesn't he go to London? Yeah, I don't, I don't follow why that's relevant either. They just want to drag his name through the mud, huh? Yeah, and I, I get, like, you know, he is testifying. His his uh, capacity for telling the truth is that issue. So all the times that he lied and the crimes that he admitted to are relevant. That is not a crime. And uh, lying to your wife doesn't seem directly relevant to... Is that uh, character of the witness? Is I, that a thing? I, I would have... I, I, I think that's an error by the judge. Mm. An evidentiary huh. error. I agree. I Should agree. he be kicked off the bench? I don't think. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, I think Manafort will go down. You think he's gonna flip? Yeah. I don't. I don't. What about uh, they'll kill him? Different. Different news story. How about this uh, Tibbetts girl? Who? The girl in Iowa. Oh my gosh. But what now? Molly okay. Tibbetts, the Iowa girl. Carolyn's all over Reddit following the oh conspiracy theory. Oh my So, that is it's a, it's a time suck. I <laughs> love these unsolved mysteries. Is there, is there new me? intel? There's no one who loves Dateline more than me. Yes. There is new intel from probably the last time he looked into this. So, she went out for a run and disappeared. Yep. The latest news is that they think she got back to her house and sent a snap to her boyfriend from the house. And Yes. Now... One thing I will say about Snap, because I don't know if you've used it, Rob. I'm off of Snap. Yeah. It's but old, you it's can take game. a picture from an earlier time, save it, and then post it later. So just the fact that she... People are saying that she... We know she was at home because she sent a snap of her on her computer. I don't think that's solid evidence. You think the killer actually took a picture from her phone and snapped it? No, I'm just saying that she might not have been at home taking that picture when the snap was sent. How much time have you spent on Reddit? Less than 10 minutes. Oh, okay. okay. I am about to spend <laughs> 10 hours on Reddit on this topic. Now, Carolyn says something about her brothers, maybe? Her brothers are now being dragged through the mud. I haven't followed the Reddit threads, but supposedly they are crime <laughs> I haven't followed, but I know everything. How is Andrew only spent 10 minutes on this? How can we get Carolyn to call in? I need more details. Also, everyone remembers when Reddit solved the Boston bombing uh, guys? 
Did they? They got it completely wrong. Oh, they got everything wrong. I know. So I'm saying they're about to Reddit... throw some old man, some poor old man, saying he was the killer. These, these are obese twelve year olds on Reddit. Yeah, I agree. Four hundred pound hackers in their and mother's Rob. face. And Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stop anyway, about I hope, listen. In all seriousness, I hope she's she's out there and she gets home safely. But you know, yeah, that's not going to happen. Pray but, for Molly. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully, the Fitbit uh, data will. Come so out. I mean, so I get. I think it is very good evidence that she was home. It's not indisputable or conclusive evidence. It's good evidence. It's not conclusive. Here's something that could have happened. She could have intentionally disappeared and sent that snap herself oh. to throw people off. Absolutely. Not conclusive, but good. Who who just disappears? Like I don't who no one does that. You got a story to tell if you disappear. D.B. Cooper disappeared. He jumped out of a... D.B. Cooper robbed a bank. Amelia Yes. She crashed in the ocean. Um, <laughs> what about that girl who... The the girl... The beauty pageant girl. She oh. Oh, no. no, she didn't disappear. She was her brother out. killed her. Jean Bonnet. She was found in the basement. Yes, she didn't she, disappear. Her body was No, found. her brother was cleared. Anyway. Uh, her brother killed her. We can go on and on. I don't. Garot or whatever. I, her brother has been a clear, cleared by the DA. I think that you should be clear that that's a statement. We'll, we'll follow up with this, and the next pod we will give an update. We will. Where is Molly? Yes, where is Molly? Probably in South America with Charlie. Right, exactly. Typically. Okay. All right, uh, moving on. Breaking news. Breaking news. This is hot off the press. Uh, no surprise, really, probably to anybody, but Lance Stroll's father... I think he's some kind of billionaire. I forget Lawrence what Lawrence. What's his Stroll. business? Do you know? Anyone know what he does? Yeah. Yeah, he was a fashion. He was a fashion icon. What? Fashion? He owned a fashion house. And oh, that, I think that you're right. makes you a billionaire. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, Tommy Hilfiger's not a billionaire. We're kind of but he he uh, he bought Force India. Now, this, I think we could have bought Force India. Lance Stroll just really bothers me with this kind of stuff. He's with a classic. Daddy bought him the seat. Now he buys him an entire team. He's my least favorite driver. Oh my gosh. I mean, Can't stand him. I'd love to have you on the pod, though. <laughs> He's your least favorite driver? <laughs> Does yeah. it, I mean, this, uh, the obvious question is, is he buying it for his son? Yes. Or is yes. He, does he think it's a good investment? No. Oh my on. gosh! It's clearly. It could be both, but he expects his son to be driving there next year. Do you think? Year. Do you think Lance said to him, "Dad, I think I'm going to lose my seat. I need you to buy an F1 team." No, I don't think Lance is even smart enough to know that's happening. I think Lawrence saw the writing on the wall, saw the four since he was in trouble, and thought, "Here's my chance." To got it. Like, get a stranglehold on a seat for my son. I assume he's already paying for Lance to drive an F1. He's paying Williams. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So now he's. It's like renting an apartment versus buying a house, in my mind. Oh. Yeah. I hear you. Lawrence has bought Williams, Lance's current team, a simulator that only Lance can use. Yes. It's kind of like when, you know, kids in college, their parents buy, instead of just yeah. giving them money to lease an apartment, they get they actually just buy the condo, and then the kids can just live there. Yes. Kind of thing. Similar. Very, the same idea. The return on investment. The condo is yeah. Force India. Yes, the condo is Force The return on investment here is way more up in the air. The rented apartment is the Williams car. I when you when you graduate college, do you give the hand-me-down golf clubs, or you yeah, go buy exactly. the custom set? Right, right. <laughs> I hope Lawrence doesn't do away with the Pink Panther paint scheme because I love it. 
I like the pink. I like the pink scheme as well. Yeah. All right. Well, good. That's you a know good. what I would love? Like a nice, like British racing green car. Ooh, didn't we have that with yeah. uh, Ashton well, Lotus? Ashton yeah, but it, it was kind of cheap. Wasn't Lotus? It was that Kobayashi driver drove that. I forget what. I thought Lotus was black and gold. Yeah, they were. Not green. There was a green car, but it was cheap. I'm a I'm a little afraid that a forest green would blend in too much, and the car wouldn't. Well, the stand topography. Out. Yeah, the topography would be totally funny, guys. All right, so let's do a little championship rundown. I think we already managed mentioned that it's basically a two-man race at this point between Hamilton and Vettel. With uh, Brick close behind. I think Raikkonen's in third. <laughs> um, and Vettel is 24 points behind Hamilton after his very unfortunate incident at the German Grand Prix. And then Hungary, he came in second to Lewis's first. I think it's 24 points, which is uh, if Vettel... You get 25 points for first place. So if Vettel comes in first and Hamilton comes in 10th, they would be tied. No. Got it. LB is getting disciplined right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right here. You're right where, where are we with the constructor standings, though? Let's give a quick uh, look to constructors. Forgive us for not knowing these off the top of our head here. Oh, wow. What a race. Merck and Ferrari are close. How close? Ten points. Wow. Oh that's that's nothing. That's nothing. That could change in a heartbeat. And they should, they're just, you know, head and shoulders above Red Bull. And unfortunately, McLaren has slipped down to seventh. Ooh. But what's Red Bull tag here? Oh, they're only 100 points back. That's a lot, dude. That's two races. Two what? Nope, nope, not under any easy. Oh. Why? What if, they, what if Ferrari and Mercedes all go out? Yeah, and if they all... Thank you. Um, Will could be on Wall Street right now. That's a great hair. That's a, you got to keep his hair long. Yeah. Yeah, it does look pretty good. I'll agree with that. It's kind of like a Donald Trump looking. <laughs> How dare you. Hey, and what is that? Is that a Triceratops shirt? I think Ladybird just tried to bite my son's hand off. She did. Uh-oh, Will. Discipliner. Um, Good night. All right. Good night, Will. Good night, son. I wish I could go to bed at 7.30 every day. <laughs> you could if you want to. Maybe I start Will. Go say goodnight. I'll hold the baggie here. I'll hold the answer. <laughs> um, so I think that, uh, you know... <laughs> Uh-oh. I will. McLaren has a chance to get back up the 30. standings, but... I don't think they're going to catch Renault at this point. The best they can hope is like to maybe pass Force India, maybe Haas. Can, can you imagine having four points on the season? Actually, I can. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so I've been there. I mean, it, it's worse because Williams used to be the fourth best right. team. We were looking at constructors who have historically been championship teams, and it was something like Renault, Williams, Ferrari, McLaren. They, they must not, they don't put money in. Right? No, I think that they've had bad, they had a terrible aerodynamic base to start this year, bad and they just have not been. A- and their drivers suck. All right, all right, Rob. Can let, while you're on your little high rate here, can you give us? Uh, I know you're very interested in the tires. Love tires. There's some news about the tires for 2020. What is the latest? Thin, right? You don't know? I can't wait to pause the story. So Ferrari, uh, F1 just put out the tires back to bid starting starting in the 2020 season. And um, 
they're looking for 2020 a big change with the degradation of the tires they want to go back to high degradation tires Ooh. more akin to 2011 and they want they want the tire manufacturer who may be Pirelli maybe Bridgestone maybe someone else um, Goodyear perhaps to target the following they want they want there to be at least three strategies that are so close in time that it really you you choose the strategy there's no one optimal strategy so they want there to be a one-stop strategy which is going to be the hardest compound and the medium compound and then they want there to be a two-stop strategy which is something like the hard compound and the soft compound or I'm, I'm making that one up yeah. and then they want a three-stop compound which is three three tires of the softest compound and then one of the medium compound they're looking at something like for the soft compound they want two second a lap degradation after 10 percent of the race distance oh my gosh um or maybe it's 10 laps but in any event they, they want matter? serious degradation john here i don't think this is a bad thing you know we heard a lot of complaints about drivers managing the tires in the prior to this year and they weren't able to push and it led to kind of like uh but now that we have an overtaking problem you know, you, you want the drivers to manage, but you also want to give the drivers, like, say, hey, if you want to use your tires to execute a pass, then you can manage. Do that, and that could work. I think I, I think this is great. I mean, I think the tires are a great equalizer in, in the sport, and you have to manage them. They can really change a race. I think it brings a lot of strategy into it. Maybe for the casual fan, they don't get it, but for a hardcore fan like myself, love it. How have they not figured out the optimal tire game in this sport by now i think because it changes with the chassis and as they change the chassis and the requirements and the width and the width of the tire all these things change but like shouldn't we know if we like tires that degrade after 10 percent of the race or not like that that to me that seems like a a line in the sand well i also think that there are different stakeholders in the sport and who want different things so it goes all the way to the top and i think that this is liberty saying we want more of a spectacle that's why we want strategy to play a big a bigger role liberty is america <laughs> in the grand scheme of things that's ah, an eagle yep uh another change so that's 2020 wheels are going to be the same the wheel will be the same diameter and then in 2021 year two of this new near new cot tire contract they're going to low profile tires for an f1 oh my sleek so and they hope that that's more kind of road relevant for the tire manufacturer cool. well we all have low profile tires on our cars not me i don't know either i have a minivan me neither <laughs> so none of us have the p0 Pirelli tires. But we, we also don't have performance cars. No, we don't. But if we did, we would have low profile tires. Yes. And if I think we, you look kind of like an a-hole. Shout we, out to Sean Costco. I was just going to say, if we owned a Tesla, I mean, we, we would have low profile tires. If you, ever, <laughs> if you listen to this, that's really cool. <laughs> Alright. Does he have Pirellis? Uh, I don't know. But uh, that was part of the Vermont problem. He had low... Should, yes. I, should I buy Pirelli tires? Is no. I don't expect so. You see how they degrade on the F1 track? <laughs> Should I just play slicks? You're going to lose two seconds of life, Andrew. <laughs> All right. Um, so, summer vacay. So, not only are we on summer vacay, but the 
F1 drivers are, and so you might get lucky and see one of them uh, wherever you are vacationing, be it Martha's Vineyard or Monaco, Canary Islands. Ack, Jersey Shore. I had the misfortune of recently seeing Lewis on Twitter. Oh, boy. Touting. He was on his soapbox. I don't know where he was, but he was standing next to a, a rock wall saying, like, I'm in the most beautiful part of the world. And then he panned down, and there was a bunch of trash at his feet. It, I mean, that did look bad. It looked horrendous, but... Uh, do you know, think we, do, we don't have a trash Lewis, boat in the you're, ocean? you're driving around a car that gets probably like half a gallon a mile, so please spare me uh, yes, the environmentalist mumbo-jumbo. He, he is too. a hypocrite regarding his environmental protection stance, because he drives a huge... Yeah. Or he drives... Terrible cars, and he flies a big jet. Yeah, we're we're missing the point with this driving terrible cars. If you have if you have a personal jet, private jet, that's the biggest. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I could. I Can could. I, where is Lewis Hamilton? I, no, he didn't say who, where. Who knows? I mean, this, I mean, this trash is terrible. But where? Like he sought this out. If you think that he went on vacation and just stumbled upon this <laughs> trash heap, you are a <laughs> sucker. He said, "I want to go to a place so I can post this on Instagram." All right. If Lewis, if Lewis Hamilton, um, regardless of how he found this trash heap, <laughs> regardless of actually whether he's driving these cars or flying personal jets, if he is donating money to solve this problem, then fine. I think he is. Why? Why do you think that? <laughs> why? I don't know, but I think he is. If he's doing it, fine. I, I take it back. Then he can do that, and he can drive. This, these these polluting cars in order to get the money in order to save the environment. I don't think Lewis is a huge charity guy. You could be right. The other thing he said recently on Instagram is that he is like the most overweight he's ever been. Overweight? The guy's got body dysmorphia, right? I mean, the guy's ripped. Listen, you, I, I really urge you to listen to that podcast I told you about. It, it'll shed so much light on this guy. He is... What podcast? Uh... The one we talked we talked about a couple uh, so another Formula One podcast whatever we'll cut this and out. they interviewed him yes and he's uh, what a jerk he just cares so much about what people think about him it's so obvious it's he's like he's like uh, Donnie ratings yes oh my god it's so he he says that like he saw he saw a bird stuck in a plastic bag and it's just like changed his life and it's like oh my god maybe we can get him on this podcast with the offer of you know reaching some audience that he doesn't have platform to right now agreed uh, yeah i mean no ju- no judgment the judgment free zone if stroll doesn't take us up on his offer lewis is our backup how do you think we get a hold of his agents <laughs> i think we have to tweet at him yeah all right let's start tweeting at him you slip into his dms mm. <sighs> all right that's tough <laughs> um i uh, did i saw a uh, grosjean water skiing or something that looked like fun and now he's in new york Nice. I like water skiing, but I've just heard it can really do a number on your knees. I'm like sure. if you catch an edge, like regular skiing. Yeah, what, for somehow for some reason I'm more worried about water skiing. Uh, I am too, to be honest. I'm a, like the water. That's like concrete. Yeah, the water is not forgiving. You know, it's also concrete ice. Yeah, but you're not going that fast. And also. And you, you sink in water. Skid on ice. Not powder, though, bro. That's true. 
<laughs> oh, we're coming up on on NAR season. Oh yeah, it is around the corner. The humidity that's been in Boston recently, I, I've been dreaming of snow. Oh, God, it's terrible here. We're about to hit surf season in New England, though. So. Ooh, we should go up to NH and surf. Let's shred the NAR. Yeah, all right. Surf's up, dude. Let's get a couple of NAR sessions in you before board shred no. session. Can we get like some board screen printed with the F1 podcast no. premium unleaded? I mean, yes. Would no. you guys try surfing? Definitely. A little, a little podcast um, retreat. And go up to uh, New Hampshire Seacoast, rent a couple of foam boards. It'll be easy to get started. Do you think I would get like frosted tips from the sun? Yep. Nice. Rob has no hair on his head. I got some hair. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? Let's just end it with you know a shout out to our guy Will Buxton. We're big fans. Oh yeah. Engaged. You know, he got engaged. Congrats. Do we have any intel on the fiance? No. Yeah, she works for uh, Force India. Force India. She does. She's a media gal at Force she India. She with Lance Stroll's dad. Not, 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 not literally. Not literally. Um, Lawrence might make her date lamps, though. So good thing she got she got I'm, taken off. I'm happy for him. I think I'm glad he found an F1 girl because you know his travel schedule must be crazy. Um, yeah, but it's insane. But he is, I mean, an absolute dynamo. Like, I mean, his his YouTubes are the best. F1 YouTube's out there. Yeah. We are going to be modeling our F1 ascent after Will Buxton's, I think. And it's only a matter of time until we're in the paddock with him. Agreed. Have to agree there. All right. I also agree. All right, so looking forward to What's the next race? We will see you spa. guys on the far side of Spa. 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 Thank you. Uh, vroom, vroom. Ciao.